to the planet the podcast for l word fans <laughs> i'm casey and i'm elka and this week we're discussing season four episode eight lexington and concord concord or concord it's either referring to lexington and concord the revolutionary war or the streets in Los Angeles because one's in East LA and one's in West LA. And this is where they intersect, East and West. Right, or like Shane's moving from West to East. No, I think it's about Civil War reenactment. I thought it was the Revolutionary War. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It is. Oh my God, your dad would shoot you right now if he heard you mess that up. I have to go back to third grade apparently so it's the battle that started the revolutionary war so the what spanish this? american indian iraq war <laughs> battle of lexingtonia okay why are you saying that because <laughs> i don't know american history all right but i can tell you all about how your kidneys work that doesn't make up for it really really <laughs> don't tell my dad <laughs> he listens no he d- oh my god i'm in trouble Anyway, so you don't know what the what the battle was about, but you know that that's what this episode was about. Because I read it on the blog. I didn't even know it had what anything blog? to do with the war. I mean, on our forum. Somebody wrote about it? Yeah, if they were trying to figure out what the title meant. Oh. I usually don't read the forum before we record. Liar. No, I usually don't read it until Liar. after, but... I didn't know what Lexington and Concord meant, and I thought it probably was something I should know. Oh, that's the whole thing where, uh, (laughs) now I'm going to sound like a retard. (laughs) It's where Paul Revere wrote in and was like, the British are coming, the British are coming. I've heard of that. Okay. Well, that's what this is referring to, and it's like the shot heard around the world that happened at Lexington and Concord, where they were like, we don't want to be the first ones to shoot. Who shot first? Americans. Yeah? All right. (laughs) That set foreign policy for the rest of America's (laughs) history. It was like the whole Kent State thing, though. Who shot the first bullet? We told you not to shoot. Oh, my God. We sound like retards. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nothing's changed then. That's the theme of the show. This is the problem with scientists. Just a little aside. We have, like, this really specialized knowledge and we don't know anything about the rest of the world. Um, that's not really true in your case, so I don't know why you're saying that. You know a bunch of shit. You know a bunch of useless information. When Jeopardy <laughs> Thanks, comes on, Dad. you're like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Anyway, so you think it's about the war. I think it's both. I think it's about the nipples. Lexington and Concord? I think it's about the running out of L words. There are only three more shows. I haven't looked up the rest of the titles of you. No. They should start doing twos, like Labia Majora 2. (laughs) I would like to have a sequel to that episode. That was the best one last season. Oh, no, it wasn't. Episode 5 was the best one. Was there a good one last season? Yeah, the one where Shane fucked Jerry by the pool. Oh, right. There should be one called Lift Your Skirt. Ooh, that's a good one. There was one called lap dance, wasn't there? I don't know. They're probably trying not to use too many verbs. I think they want their first word to be the substance word. Like la, la ennui. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. I can't believe there are only three more episodes this season. Thank God. They really... (laughs) I know, but don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll, well, we'll talk about this on the last episode. 
Okay. Well, let me just share with our listeners that I got up at 5.15 a.m. today. Don't exasperate. I got up at 5.15 to do this podcast. We've, it's insane. Okay. You're lo- it's 7 o'clock. So if you got up at 5.15, that's a hell of a lot of primping for this look. <laughs> I hate you. I'm just saying, you don't, you don't have two hours of primping on you. I think you actually set your alarm for five and got up at about five forty-five and then showered and well, that's fucking early. Combed your beard out. Hey, <laughs> what I was saying is, with only eleven episodes, the thing that I was saying is, they're trying to tell too many stories that are too big to fit into eleven episodes. Oh yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that. I was trying to figure this out. Okay, how many characters are there? There's Bet. Tina, Kit, Pop, Alice, Alice, Poppy, Tasha, do Jenny, we, Max. Uh, do we count um, Jody or is she part of Beth? Yeah, Jody, Phyllis, Phyllis, and Angus. I think that's, he's part of Kit, though. I don't. I don't. Well, he's in the opening credits, though. These are people who speak on the Helena. show as major. Okay, and Helena. I bet These are the is, people that are in the opening credits. So I consider right. like Catherine is a side character right right so this is one two twelve characters how long is the show it's supposed to be an hour if that were it's the like case. 43 minutes so if you how many minutes is it 40 let's be generous and give it 45 but actually it's usually closer to 42 or 43 well if it's 45 minutes and there are 12 characters that's three and three quarters minutes for each one per so, episode yeah so till the end of the whole season that's less than 10 minutes on each character there's too much shit going on now and really a lot of the storylines that are going right now are interesting but it all just feels so rushed especially at the beginning of the season oh i thought they usually had a slow start they've had a few slow episodes where not too much has happened why don't they even it out a little bit well those episodes are setting things up yeah. And this is why we get these clumsy things like Grace, when she first meets Max, says, female masculinity isn't celebrated here. There are a lot of reasons why people transition. They're all legitimate as far as I'm concerned. What's wrong with With a that? sexy look. Okay, this is not something that you say out loud to someone the first time you meet them. It is if you want to get in their pants. I mean, it's just so meta. It's like, just i thought that was completely realistic the way she said it seemed like i don't have time to convey this information through my words and actions and the way i treat you so i'm just going to say it right now so that we don't have to spend any more time on the scene i think that um she's from san francisco so she's being bold and outspoken oh like she's had too many like feminist meeting groups you know how people get after they live there our friends live there and now that's all they spout oh my god by next week max is going to be a vegan yoga practicing buddhist i can't believe that's the part of her dialogue that you picked out to criticize because i picked out the other part of her dialogue i think i wrote it down she said los angeles had no culture and no community san francisco has zero community Oh and a God, tiny right. bit of culture, especially because compared to L.A. Everyone you meet in San Francisco just moved there six months ago from the Midwest. Right. <laughs> and they're going to live there for a few years and move on to somewhere yeah. where they can afford to live in some space larger than a 10 by 10 room. No one's ever been born in San Francisco. It's like every few years they kick everyone out and bring in a new crop of corn-fed 18-year-olds. I mean, obviously there's like the pre-planned plastic gay community but that's just because there's a lot of gays there it's not like they really have a sense of community there are a bunch of gays there and they're all politically correct and they're all democrats blah 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 but i think la has a much more diverse and rich gay community personally i think that albuquerque really has the greatest gay community what me and you oh (laughs) anywho what were we talking oh yeah i i think that this season should have taken about 16 episodes. Yeah, to yeah. To tell the same exact story. You're right. I wonder, well, who picks the number of episodes? I really don't know. The show actually opens with Jenny's dream with Sounder. It's 
a scene from Carrie. It was unexpected. We busted I, out laughing. I wish they had opened every single episode this season with like the weird movie homage. Because <laughs> last season they had every episode began with a chart connection. And before that it was just weird random things. But there was always something at the beginning. I really like that. And I love the streetcar one and now Carrie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you say you like these little opening sequences, but there's also not enough time in the show. Here's the solution to the problem. Make the show at least 50 minutes long and cut out the tutors <laughs> and make it at least 15 episodes a season, which still, that's not even that many. Well, I, I agree. Let's make it happen. Okay, let's, let's make that our goal for next year. Were you scared? When? When the zombie dog? <laughs> scared? No. I loved it. I love zombies. They're so scary. There was no zombie. It was a dog paw. The dog was a zombie. Sounder. They didn't show the dog. It was just a paw. That dog wanted to eat brains. It was pretty funny. I wonder I wonder what was going on inside Mia Kirshner's head when they were doing that scene. They're like, okay, the dog's going to scratch you on the arm. You shriek. <laughs> I bet she was thinking, I wonder if I should keep my hair curly. <laughs> Ew, I don't like her hair curly. Me neither. What's with curly hair all of a sudden? I Apparently don't know, I like it. just an L.A. and Albuquerque trend. Nobody else in the whole rest of the country is doing this. You like it? Well, because my hair, I've got the Jufro oh, going okay. on, so. You don't really have the Jufro. You I have curly hair. That's... The definition. No. I have curly hair that is in a halo around <laughs> my head not. in a big. T- that is the. <laughs> a Jufro means the hair can sustain itself. Mine can. Can suspend itself in midair. That's uh, a fro. Okay, the definition of the Jufro is if you can lose shit in it. All right. <laughs> you have lost things in your hair before. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to do a Google image search? Let's see what a Jufro is. I know. What you don't you... know. I know. I know more than you know what a Jufro E is. Do you know what Black Irish is? No. Sounds like a good drink, though. Can I get a shot of Black Irish? Why? You it's look up Jufro and a picture of John Kerry comes up. That's not good. Jewish F. This. <laughs> well, that's an extreme case. It's the definition of Afro, and then Jufro is like a subset of it. Hair extends out from the head like a halo, cloud, or ball. Well, yeah. This may or may not include wearing such afros long to several times the diameter of the head. Okay, well, I... Wait, wait. An afro requires curly hair. I have a drunk row. A drunk (laughs) row. The only time my hair sticks up like that is after a long night of drinking. All right, anyway, you don't have a Jufro. Well, not right this minute, because I... (laughs) have so many products in it to contain the jufro okay this weekend you sport the jufro and i'll i'll judge it's e- or not it's it easier to do when i'm in the tropics well we're not in the fucking okay. tropics sorry <laughs> we're in the desert jenny's asleep at night we're still on that <laughs> I love it. jenny's asleep at night and all of a sudden she hears oh dog howl ghosts Oh, was that a dog howl? That was a ghost dog. Ow. Sometimes I just when like I'm asleep at Sometimes when I'm asleep at night, I hear, woof, woof, <laughs> when the dog's having a dream. You don't want to know what I hear when I'm asleep at night. <laughs> what? Casey sawing logs. <laughs> I hate that expression. You know what? <laughs> I have no what my notes mean <laughs> it's like someone else wrote them why do you think jenny isn't dating anyone this season because i really don't think the veterinarian counted because they don't have room for it in this show everybody's single they can't have everybody dating it'd be way too much going on why do you think i really think that jenny isn't seeing anyone because she can't spare the energy to think about anyone but herself she couldn't possibly love anyone else as much as she loves herself. That doesn't stop it's... you from dating. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. There have been a bunch of th- messages on the blog about how mean I am to you. <laughs> I only saw one. No, it's the same person that keeps doing it. 
I know who you are. <laughs> oh my God, you're so mean to me. They said, because the last show I was making fun of your you're like the person who broke your heart and they took it all seriously it's not my fault we're such good actors that people that broke (laughs) my heart (laughs) no they're like i think she i think casey has gone too far in making fun of elka it was that and another thing do you remember what the other one if only he had stayed with me now (laughs) i could be married to some dude who pumps gas my God. Instead of here with you, Casey, you're so emotionally abusive. And to that person, I say, I'm so sorry that I've offended you. <laughs> you're just going to encourage well, them. No, but now I'm I'm paranoid about it if I'm too mean to you. You should be nicer to me. Fuck off! Last night, <laughs> I came home from a hard day's work. Oh, my. Expecting dinner on the table and a foot massage. <laughs> And I only got like a 10-minute foot massage. (laughs) I expect at least half an hour from you on a Monday night. I made you dinner Monday night. Yes, you did. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) How is it being kinder to call me a motherfucker? Uh, It's sarcasm. The person's saying how mean I am, so I have to follow everything up with a mean comment, asshole. Whatever, nanny fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Casey, see, the thing about us is, in our relationship, I don't like that, sentences that start like this. <laughs> it's that we communicate subtly, Mm-mm. just like the lesbians do. I like being part of this secret community. <laughs> secret? Like we have spy watches. Okay, I'll meet you at the planet. <laughs> don't let anybody see you. Wait, I just got a text message. Let me get out my decoder ring. <laughs> That's what bisexuals think, though. Oh, I hate them. This is... Which... <laughs> no, but this is part of why people are gay curious, bi curious, whatever you want to call it. It's because they want to be a part of this little underground thing. And it's not. It's just like, okay, later when I'm done working and doing my shopping, I'm going to fuck a girl. That's the only difference whatever (laughs) but like bisexuals think that they don't want to miss out on this this thing that's going on your head is so far up your ass right now no it isn't tina said it it spouted straight from her little gross lips here's tina's problem and this is the problem uh experienced by many straight girls who think they're bisexual what tina's problem is one one of starts with the letter h many problems she thinks a lot of a lot of women think this but it's not true just because you hate men Mm. doesn't make you a lesbian hating men is a perfectly normal straight girl experience that's terrible most of my straight girl friends hate men at least some of the time i don't know i don't want to start to like her to start to like tina yeah so i can't really give her any credit for anything or else I'll start to like her and that's just wrong wrong actually it's hard to like Tina but her story is really interesting no it isn't it is to me she's so bitchy you know what's interesting is she sprouted Sofia Coppola's fucking career yeah how did this happen (gasps) what that pissed me off did she have to sign off on that no that's bullshit right there uh, maybe her career was maybe sprouted by the fact that her dad is Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, she needed Tina to springboard her into that <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> Whoever wrote that. <laughs> what would she have done without Tina? What's her last name? Canard. Canard. That was a Canard right there. <laughs> I want to start calling her Tina Yothers too. She kind of looks like <clears throat> Tina Yothers. What? I don't even know what Tina Yothers Well, right looks now, like. Tina has like this helmet hair. You know, her hairstyle changed like five times in this one episode. You could tell they shot it over several days. Some days she had good hair and the other days she had flat head. Her hair is really weird, like this feathered 70s sides thing. And then it's like sprayed stiff. It looks weird. She looks like Samantha Fox. Who the fuck is Samantha Fox? 
She's that pinup girl from the 80s who's pin a lesbian now. What's a pinup girl? Like a model? Yeah. Like Christina Applegate. That kind of. She's an actress. No, what is she's this? like a model and guys in the 80s had naked pictures of her on their walls. Oh, I don't know who that is. Anyway, yeah, I she don't know what's. She had big boobies. <laughs> going on with Tina's hair, but I know what you're saying. It looks like they ironed the feather and then pasted it on the side of her head. <laughs> I think they're doing the daytime look and the nighttime look. They do that for Bet. Oh. Bet in the daytime has a certain look about her, and then at night she turns into 1979 girl. But Bet can pull it off. I don't know. I mean, it's television, so she can pull it off because it's a television show. But if you actually saw someone who looked like Bet with that makeup and that hair and that everything, you'd be like, whoa, flash dance. <laughs> well. What do you think Tina meant when she said, sometimes I think I made a mistake? Because I took that as, that's just a normal way to feel after you get divorced. You're not usually 100% sure that you made the right choice, even if you really did. You think? I don't know about that. I've never been divorced because I've never been married, but the relationships that I got out of, I was sure. But you weren't married for nine years or whatever. And I didn't go back to men. Blah. Yeah, how could you not question it? You're going from Bet to Henry. I think a lot of it has to do with that Henry doesn't have as much money and prestige as Bet. She did mention something about that maybe indicated that. And also, I think Tina liked feeling different or weird or special because now to be she's part of the secret society. Yeah, because now she's just another blonde, straight single mom or whatever. Whatever. She launched Sofia Coppola's career. She's been thanked in all of Michelle Gondry's accepted speeches. Give me a fucking break. Well, Tina totally dissed Henry straight out. She said he was clueless. She really is straight because she has that look on her face like, I fucking hate my boyfriend. (laughs) And that is such a straight girl thing. That means they're probably going to get married next week. On this episode, who do you think stole the show? Huh? Who looked the best on this episode? Who had the most unforgettable scene um, Angus? <laughs> Kid no. sex scene with Poppy? <laughs> okay, obviously it was Tasha. No. Yeah, it was. The cutest, cutest girl on the show. Just blew me away. Angelica. Oh, she was so cute. It was her first word that we've heard her say on the show. Nuh-uh. What has she ever... She's never spoken before. She's like, Mama B. <laughs> no. <laughs> she says that every episode. You don't hear her? No. You don't have the secret lesbian hearing ears. Oh, because I'm bi? Right. <laughs> Angelica was only on for a few seconds, but oh, she just melted me. I'm totally going to go kidnap that kid and make her mine and clone her so that we can all have one. Ooh, I have an idea. You know how there used to be Degrassi and then Degrassi ended because they all grew up and now they have Degrassi the next generation? Yeah, I guess. No. (laughs) On Noggin? I don't watch that shit. I love that show. They should have the L word the next generation when Angie grows up and it could be about her when she's like... She's not going to be gay, you Republican. I suddenly this morning had this um, strange urge to drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Ew, what's with that stereotype? That dykes like Dunkin' Donuts coffee? First of all, I hate Dunkin' Donuts, period. Everything they sell there is disgusting. The donuts weigh like a pound each. It's like eating raw sugar. I'm not a big fan of the donut. But if I am going to eat a donut, it's not a Dunkin' Donuts. You know what puts me off at Dunkin' Donuts is like the way the place looks. Brown and orange and pink. Ew, it looks gross to me. But yeah, I don't know what's up with that stereotype. But Paige and Shane had a dozen Dunkin' Donuts. As if Shane eats donuts. Shane's like, oh, is this a belt? Awesome, they're in different colors. Oh, are we going swimming? Is this my inner tube? (laughs) Are these water wings? (laughs) Somebody mentioned that stereotype, and I'd never heard it before. Not that it's not even the donuts part, it's the coffee. The coffee. People say they have good coffee, but I will never know. 
I've tried their coffee one time and it was like when they first started to have flavored coffee and somebody went there with me and I tried it. It was nasty. I actually walk past Dunkin' Donuts twice a day every day and I can always like smell the donuts and it grosses me out every time. It never smells good. That's because you're not gay. (laughs) (laughs) I like donut. No, but not I'm with really... chocolate sprinkles. Huh? I don't like donut with chocolate sprinkles. If you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. I don't either. Do you like cream sticks, baby? <laughs> I like donuts and cream sticks. Ew! <laughs> Fucking nasty. They don't sell cream sticks here. Because of the elevation. Shut up. They fucking don't. Go find a cream stick right now. They don't sell them here. I asked them at Krispy Kreme why, and they said because something about this, the cream doesn't rise in a high elevation, or if it does, it comes back down, and then you get this empty donut with a line of white down the middle, just like your boyfriend. You're having trouble with this be nicer to Elka thing, aren't you? Oh, am I supposed to? Okay, let's implement it now. Going forward. I don't like it when you're nice. I like you how you usually are. <laughs> well, I like it when you're nice, so you need to change. Well, what's funny is off the air, I'm super nice to you, you and you are mean as fuck to me. You lie, lie, lie. You are mean to me. <laughs> you're always mean. Look, I've known you for nine years. You have used up all the niceness I have. <sighs> Well, time to move on to the next biatch. (laughs) Okay, Poppy. Anyway, are we going to talk about the show? Why did I write seatbelt is up in my arms? Oh, anus. (laughs) That comes later. (laughs) I can't read my own writing. So it seems like Shane and Paige have a real connection other than just Shane's usual fucking run strategy. And then they're talking about how men are emotionally retarded and lesbians are emotionally retarded. Yeah, I don't really get the connection. They like each other and they're fucking, but I don't really feel a real connection there. They don't have so much chemistry, do they? Not physically, in my opinion. Whenever they show a scene of them having sex, or I guess this was the first time they showed a scene with them having sex, in the car. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just too focused on the mammoth-like body of Paige. That's all I can focus on. I don't even think. I don't even think about the fact that they're fucking. I'm like, wow, look at the girth on that girl. <laughs> I feel like we're going too far. What? Talking about poor Christiana Loken. I mean, she's hot. She has a really nice body. Yeah, it just doesn't match Shane. Shane. Yeah. Even if she were just not so tall, if she were exactly the same but not so tall, it'd be okay. No, it wouldn't. What are you talking With Jane, I mean. I don't know. She looks good with Anna Lucia. Yeah, they're cute together. It's weird that they matched those two up. I wonder if they did it on purpose. Well, supposedly, they wanted someone who's like a real match for Shane in bed. What? Well, I'm not getting that feeling. Well, I'm thinking that maybe that's coming up. I don't I don't know, really. Right now, Paige and Shane, their friendship is kind of based on their kids are friends, and so they're always thrown together. So if Shay stops living with Shane, mm-hmm. is Shane going to still be friends with Paige? Because won't seeing Shay's buddy constantly remind Shane that she's lost Shay? Yeah, what excuse does she have to hang out with her now? I feel like it might be too painful for her. Well, that scene in the car, in that huge car. I loved that car. It was maroon. It was so pimped out. The interior was awesome. The sex scene in that car, it looked like a mother and child or something at first. Oh, that's gross. It did! Well, no, not the sex scene, but when they were sitting... When Shane and Paige were sitting in the front seat and they were like, what the hell? The place is empty. The perspective was like, (laughs) Shane's like this scrawny little like, what's going on? The place is empty. And Paige is like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to really feel guilty for talking about her like this, but it's don't say that. That's what we do. It's funny. And Shane's hair gets blown back every time Paige talks. <laughs> She's like, what do you want to do now, honey? 
Let's have sex in the backseat! <laughs> so they, they do it in the car like a couple of teenagers because they can't do it at home because of the children. <laughs> I don't like these little play words that they use. I'm going to give you a time out. <laughs> but darling, what would the children say? I don't know. I don't like it. It's really dirty to me <laughs> in a bad way, not in a good way. So they pull into this place, the okay, planet all, parking lot yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense. What is up? It says right there, parking for planet patrons only. It's a parking lot as big as Walmart, surrounded by pine trees. They always show the planet being like, there's palm trees everywhere. They're in L.A. And it's obviously supposed to be downtown. Right. Like, is the planet suddenly out in the suburbs <laughs> where they can have this 500-car parking lot? I think it was like lot? a... Was it dirt? No. Okay. <laughs> Surrounded by the forest? <laughs> where are they? I don't know why they did that. They should have... It would have been more realistic if they had them parked, like, in an alley. I guess it's not as cool or something. I think I saw a moose walking behind the car. <laughs> A ranger comes up and taps on the window. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. A Canadian Mountie. And Shane's like, yes. And Paige is like, what is it, sir? <laughs> Canadian Mounties. A horse riding a moose. A horse riding a moose. No, a Mountie. That's the dude with the red They ride the horses. Hat. Well, they ride they mooses. Ride moose. In my mind, they do. Wearing a fur thong. I'm sure the planet really has this huge fucking parking lot. That was funny. And then they are in the planet parking lot. It's light when they pull in. They start fucking. All of a sudden, it's dark. The windows are all steamed up. <laughs> They've been doing it for hours. But the planet is packed, which means the parking lot is full. <laughs> doesn't exist which means that all the people going into the planet see this car this huge lincoln continental with the windows <laughs> steamed up rocking if the planet did have a parking lot that's probably what would be going on god you're right this car's a rocking there were some cars are rocking the other night at the gay bar <laughs> yeah because you were <laughs> jumping on them <laughs> okay I think it's weird how Paige calls Shane honey now. You that have to weird. date somebody for a little while before you're like, honey, I think. She said it, though, in not like a you're my girlfriend possessive way, more like she would say it to anyone. Like, okay. honey, you need to relax. Oh, that okay. sort of. This 12-year-old Asian porn star is going to babysit our kids now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she said Puffy Amy Yum. Don't worry about it. So what happened to Angus's guitar? Did, Did Kit, Kit smash, smash it? it? I can't remember. She must have. It obviously wasn't stolen. I'm thinking she smashed Out of her it like this. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking she smashed it last show and we forgot. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm kind of thinking that I remember it a little bit. Maybe the person who stole Angus's guitar is also the person who put a bottle of liquor in the al alcoholic lady's desk. She goes into her office after her... <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Why is there liquor in her desk? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could see like being upset after her meltdown on stage. She would want a drink, but it was there in her office waiting for her. I didn't even think about that. Did she take it out of her desk? She runs into the office, locks the door and starts drinking, which means there was a bottle in there. Maybe she brought the bottle in. I didn't know. No, I think she did get it from the office. Because she stormed off and went right to her office. I got the sense that Kit fell off the wagon at that moment. That well, she yeah. Had, but she must have known. Like she was secretly oh, ready. Like she obviously knew about Angus before that moment. And she had it in there. Or maybe she's had it in there all along. Probably. I think an alcoholic might do that. Like have it there and not drink it, but just know it's there uh -huh. in case. I bet that has been in there since Billy worked at the planet and she just left it and she knew about it all along. They should have had something worse happen with her. Well, it's not over yet. No, I mean on her first binge. 
Big deal. She went out, got drunk, and danced with well, a girl. That's why people become alcoholics, because drinking is fun. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're supposed to be showing it in a negative light. Well, I think the only negative is that maybe some maybe she won't be able to stop. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she'll be an AA, and it'll just be her one What do you mean, slip. stop? Why would you want to stop? <laughs> Have you ever had a seatbelt in your anus? <laughs> Probably. She says ass, but it sounds like anus. She made ass into a two-syllable word. Paige did. Back to Paige. <laughs> they know who had the anus. They know who had the anus. They know who had the seatbelt in their ass. That cracked me up because it really did sound like she said, the seatbelt's in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had her say that. Okay, so Kit storms off the stage. Shane's Kit- like, oh, that's supposed to be there. Just, oh, <laughs> it'll enhance. That's not a seatbelt. Now she's going to have like a mini Cooper in nine months. Mm. How mm. awesome was Kit's meltdown? I didn't think it was that awesome. I love the way Kit freaks out. She's so good at having a hissy fit. She looked completely normal and into it. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you nanny fucking motherfucker. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Your face. You actually made the face that she makes. That'd be great. Have you ever been somewhere watching a band and something fucked up happened on stage? Yes. Okay. I've been somewhere where the lead singer of the band had a meltdown on stage. And I bet anyone oh. listening right now, <laughs> anyone who's listening, <clears throat> just guess. Take your first guess. <laughs> What rock star would have a complete freaking meltdown on stage in front of everybody? Courtney Love. Yes. She did something weird at the concert I went to as well. The one I went to, she lost her damn mind. (laughs) Were people booing her and stuff? No. The crowd at the end of the show, okay, usually at the end of a concert, everybody's excited and talking and taking pictures and where do we go? Where's the after party? Blah, blah, blah. This concert, it ended. They turned the lights up. The whole sold out crowd was dead silent and we just like slowly shuffled out in single file, not speaking. <laughs> That's weird. And we all just like went home and sat in the dark. <laughs> Smoked cigarettes. And wrote, yeah. It was crazy. She melted down at one of the concerts that I went to. I didn't go to that concert with you. But she did something weird at one of the concerts I went to too. What'd she do? Well she would had taken too many drugs. Surprise. <laughs> And stopped singing and turned it into, like, look at my boobs show. It was so lame. Hey, that sounds... Oh, her boobs are really gross. But that's it. That was the whole thing. Like, we obviously went there to hear music. Mm-hmm. There was no music after that. It was sucked. Okay, back to the show. But I could understand why Kit would think she could sing the song with him. And then, like, he wrote the song for her, supposedly, and it's all about how much he only wants to do this with her. And Oh, I thought the song was about sex. It was about having sex with her. And it was like, don't want to do this with anybody else. Bareback loving, which <laughs> is so gay. Boy butter. He's a pretty good singer. No, he isn't. All right. A lot of stuff is going on at the planet. Pretty much everybody's there, I think. Who's not there? Just Helena. Jody's not there. No, because she's on a date. Because she's deaf. So the other things that are going on at the, on at the planet are Jenny versus Tina regarding the movie deal. So lame. I don't even care. And her agents are dickwads. That's all. I guess that's all we're going to say about that. Oh, you guys are lesbians. You must want to polish my knob. You make the call. Call. I'm going to call 911, you creep. <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. If you ever need proof that men are idiots, that's it. I don't even, yeah, I don't even have any words for that. Then there's the whole t-shirt debate. This is where the whole Lexington and Concord thing comes in. Oh, so sad. The Republican feels oppressed. Outsmarted. Oh, poor Republican. Are the liberals too mean to you? That was stupid. I can understand, I guess, how that might make her feel uncomfortable, but get over yourself. You're in West Hollywood. What do you expect? Seriously. She's got all of Jesus land on her side. All we have are like the coasts. And that's it. Well, she didn't really have an argument for any of the points. The only thing she really said that was valid was that she was proud of the work that her soldiers had done. But that's 
very different than saying, I'm, I believe in this war. And she keeps saying, I'm just doing my job. But if you choose a job that involves killing people, then you shouldn't get offended when people want to talk about it. I don't know. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, we're, we would be talking about t-shirt slogans at that table with that, except for that that's like a totally lame conversation. They should have just been talking about the war. Why did they have to bring up like slogans? I think it proved a point. For one thing, it was just a way for them to start talking about it. Because mm -hmm. most people don't just bring it up out of nowhere unless you work where I work. Or where I work. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I guess it was in a way, like she said, knee-jerk liberal yeah. reaction. But, I mean, I think they come by it honestly for the most part. We can't give an unbiased view here. Okay, I'll play the Republican and you play the Democrat. Oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> do you want to do it the other way around? Let's sit in a big circle and talk about our feelings. No, I said I'm playing the Republican, you play the Democrat. Right. Not I'm playing the straight and you're playing the gay. That'd be a switch up. I think that maybe rich people should pay more taxes so that poor people can go to the hospital when they break their leg. We're talking about <laughs> the war. Oh, okay. Let's stop killing innocent people for oil. No, I like the taste of blood. <laughs> oh, God, this is a great... <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Well, I can see your point, but maybe we shouldn't kill so many people all at once. Well, let's just kill the people who don't look like us and don't have Bibles. Kill, kill. Well, maybe we should give them scholarships instead. Oh. <laughs> what? That's kind of a... Why? <laughs> I was trying to be pro-affirmative action. Okay, I got Did it. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> it was a little bit offensive, but okay. Why should they get special treatment? Because they've been oppressed for hundreds of years. And it's my job to keep it that way. Love it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. Do you need a ride, you hippie? <laughs> no, I'll ride my bicycle. Okay. It has solar headlights. <laughs> Headlights? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you could easily fit that bicycle and the whole bicycle shop into the back of my Hummer. <laughs> Hear it roar. All right. This isn't going very well. No, it really is. I don't know which one of us is more offensive. Uh, nothing's changed with Bet and Jody. There's still the little whole issue of monogamy. Clearly, Jody just kind of doesn't care that much. She doesn't even care about Bet enough to lie to her to make her feel better. She's pretty much like, yeah, I'm going to cheat on you. So, you uh, uh She said, well, I don't want to lose you. Do you want me to cancel my date tonight? And Beth's like, no, this is so high school. Well, the way she said it. She knew she was going to say no. Or, or feel like a big ass monger. Ass monger. A lot of relationships start out that way. One person thinks it should be that way. And the other person thinks it should be the other way. Mm -hmm. And so either they don't end up going out or it ends up being a monogamous relationship where the person who did not want to be monogamous cheats. Yeah, I can't imagine any scenario where Bet and Jody have a happy ending. And I feel like Bet knows it, but she just can't resist her. Especially when Tina's so available when Jody's out on these dates. Oh, gross. Bet's like been there, done that. They're going to do it. I don't think they should. I think that relationship should stay over. I do too, but they're still going to do it. Maybe it's if clear. they get arrested. Huh? No. Obviously, they're going to do it. Why else would they be showing this whole thing between them starting and they go to the planet together while Jody's out on her date Bet's gonna see Jody with another girl and she's gonna be like fuck that I'm gonna get some pussy too and then she, the person who's gonna be standing there is gonna be Tina I can't believe Nadia is just gone what do you want her to be part of the storyline well I mean it's just so weird I don't know maybe Bet deserves to get her heart broken a little bit no she doesn't because she already got left for Henry <laughs> That's pretty bad. Oh, shit. I never thought of it that way. If some girl left me for a scaly back, uh-uh. That would not go over well. I'd need some therapy. Max brought Grace to the planet with her. Him. Yeah, I think that they just introduced this character as a way to get rid of Max. Get rid of him? Yeah, I think they're going to move to San Francisco together. No, they're not. I don't think Max is going to stay on the show anymore. I think he's going to end up with Grace and live happily ever after. Okay, that's one view. What do you think Catherine's motive is with Helena? She clearly, there's something else going on here. I don't, I don't know. I get this, that feeling too, like something's up. 
she's conning her or something or maybe blackmail i don't know something's going on she might just be having fun with her but what's with all these over the top looks of she looks like inspector gadget or something she's like (laughs) you know what i mean yeah like she's holding a cat in her lap gently stroking it (laughs) i'll get you next time helena it's so ridiculous and over the top it'll be helena and Catherine, and they'll have this little scene and then helena walks out of the scene and they show Catherine like (laughs) (laughs) rubbing her hands together yeah it's just like the telenovelas (laughs) On Telemundo, maybe Catherine has an evil twin and (laughs) who's been in a coma. What's her deal? I can't figure it out. What does Helena have that she could want? She doesn't have any money. Maybe she's going to kidnap her and hold her for (laughs) ransom. That's why she told her not to check on the children. I think Catherine's just having fun with Helena and eventually she'll get bored. No, there's something going on because Alice, when she was in the hotel room with Helena before Catherine got there, was like, does this lady live anywhere? What the hell's going on here? Like, this is weird. And Helena's like, oh, don't worry about it. This is what rich people do who traveled a lot. It was pretty naive. But Catherine knows Helena's mom or claims to. So it's not like she has a false identity or something false identity oh i hadn't considered that yeah i don't know something okay what was with oh oh my god that was horrible horrible was nasty you know how like i don't usually use cash anymore but when you do like i always want to wash my hands after i touch money because it's so gross i don't know but i don't want it on my vagina (laughs) dude helena totally has a yeast infection now (laughs) That was gross. Money is so dirty. Gross. Did she actually like put it on or in her? I think she put it on her thigh. But that whole scene was stupid. Show me the money. Who throws? I'm sure. Let's throw money up in the air and climb on the bed. That's like something you see in a cartoon. Yeah, it's so dumb. And plus, rich people have money. They don't need to be like, (laughs) look at all this money. It was weird. It was really gross. It just looked so dirty. And Helena had a grossed out expression on her face. She was like, huh? What? That was really nasty and weird, and I don't understand it. Paper cut. (laughs) They could have at least used a quarter roll. (laughs) Helena had sex with Benjamin Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) Show me the money. No. Whenever I hear that. Show me the money. No. Show me the money. Blech. Blech. Look, Casey, the question isn't, why do we podcast? The question is, Casey, why the fuck am I here? Because we want to fuck each other. Oh, that's right. Okay, then. But if we do fuck each other, don't touch my feet. Because <laughs> that weirds me out. I don't like to see it. <laughs> she put her mouth on her toes. Yeah, I'm not into that. And Alice is like... She likes all that stuff. She likes that. She likes the food sex. (laughs) Ew. She's always having sex and then brings food into the picture. I know. Next week, Tasha's going to be dressed up like Captain Steuben. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's because Tasha wears a uniform. That's why Alice likes her. No, Alice was the one that dressed up. She (laughs) made Dana dress up like the captain, and then Alice was dressed up like the maid or something. No, she was um, the captain's daughter, I think. Vicky. The dot. Ew, that's dirty. Oh, no, she was um, Julie. So I have a question for you, Casey. Hmm? What's worse? Worse? Yeah, what's grosser? Licking someone's feet or licking someone's ass? <laughs> Depends on the person. <laughs> what if it was Alice Piazeki, for instance? Feet. Is grosser? Yes. I know, it's so gross. <laughs> I would rather lick someone's butthole than lick someone's toes. Of or course. Feet. Ew, just ew, just ew, 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 ew. Well, I think that your feet are probably germier than your ass. I don't know. I mean, and you I'm... should know which one's germier. Well, your ass doesn't have ass nails. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. But your toes have ass nails. Toenails. <laughs> if your feet did not have toenails, it'd be okay. I think it's okay to kiss like the top and the bottoms of the feet, but the toes need to stay out of the equation, especially if it involves entry into thine mouth. (laughs) Casey hath proclaimed. (laughs)
I'm just ew. Let it be known. Thou suckest not the toeth. I want it to be known throughout the land. I thought you were going to say, what's grosser? Sucking Alice's toes or licking Kit's cleavage on the dance floor? I'd have to pick the toes Is as the one I'd pick to do. Yeah. That was weird. That was really weird because Poppy is dirty dancing with Kit at a straight Cuban bar. That seems really weird to me. Yeah. The Latin American community embraces the gays, doesn't it? Yeah, so much. So is she supposed to be Cuban? Poppy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, not only were the surroundings weird, but what the fuck? What? (laughs) Am I being terribly close-minded here? Or is Poppy like a nine and a half and Kit's like a half? On the scale of one to ten. Well, she's Kit Porter. Oh, like she's a star fucker? Well, no, but Poppy's, Poppy will fuck pretty much anyone. But she's like a mother. I don't know. She's like a mother figure. Well, Poppy said that she had sex with her mom's best friend. But she seems genuinely interested in Kit. I think that she makes women feel that she's genuinely interested in them for a few days, no matter what. That's part of her thing where she says, I know how to treat a lady. I'm not buying it. That was some bullshit right there. I didn't like watching it at all. (laughs) I felt kind of bad for Poppy because she's buying Kit all these drinks. And I'm sure that she has no idea that Kit's an alcoholic. And she would probably feel bad about that if she knew. Didn't you breathe like a huge sigh of relief when Kit passed out so that they didn't have to have sex? I didn't like it. I didn't like this. I don't like this dynamic. If Kit's going to fuck a girl, she needs to fuck like someone her own age. I just don't think Kit should fuck a girl. Not every person on the show has to be bisexual or gay. (laughs) Let Kit be straight. She's obviously straight. This is going back to what you were saying before. She just hates men. How many women have said that? I'm done with men. (laughs) It's usually followed up that night with a one night stand with some dude. So what's the shipper name for Poppy and Kit? Ew, I don't even want to go there. Pit? (laughs) Cappy? Catappy? It's got to be Pit. Pap Kit? Ew, pap kit. (laughs) Have you had your pap kit this year? I hope this doesn't evolve into anything other than a friendship. So there were a couple of things that we missed out on. Let's see. What do you mean missed out on? There were a couple of things that I wanted to mention, but we've already talked about the scenes. So I'm going to bring up now. Okay. One is the decrepit and aged hand of Shane. What is with that? (laughs) The scene when they're in the car having sex. Do you remember what was going on exactly? It was when they decided to do it in the car and Shane was reaching for a cage. And she reaches over with her hand and it looks like a 90-year-old man's hand. First of all, it's white. And huge. And wrinkly. And super wrinkly. It's like... And it's like all veiny. Maybe her hand is zombie. She ha- Shane has zombie hand. That was for weird. real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you didn't see this, go back and just watch that scene and like freeze frame it when <laughs> Shane reaches creepy. for Paige. She has like this deadly white. <laughs> the skin is like tissue paper thin and it's full of veins and, and it's, it's all huge. Limp. Yeah. Yeah, that was creepy. It's like Frankenstein hand. <laughs> the other thing is, it's not even close to skin color. <laughs> No, it's greenish gray. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to get you, Paige. <laughs> I did freeze frame it because I was like, what was that? Did they use a stunt hand? <laughs> the other thing is the famous pantyhose trick. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we get to this. What? I, I know what Shane was doing. Shane was doing the stranger. Hmm? She was doing the stranger. What's the stranger? Where you sit on your hand till it goes numb. And then when you masturbate, it feels like it's someone else. (gasps) Ew! What? (laughs) What are you talking about? Ew, I almost threw up just now. (laughs) This is obviously a man thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's what... It wouldn't work out with female (laughs) masturbation. Just be this limp hand. Oh, that's hot. (laughs) Cold, limp hand on your vagina. <laughs> Ew, the stranger. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to sit on my hand now, and then by the end of the podcast, I'm going to touch you with it. Touch my toes with it. Ew. <laughs> I don't think it'll work. I can't get enough weight on my hand. Okay, talk about the pantyhose now. 
What's up with the magic trick that Catherine performed in the hotel room with Helena's pantyhose? I don't know. Did I? Am I completely missing out? Are there pantyhose that don't have feet in them? What's going on? She's like, I'm going to take her pantyhose off. Whoop. And her shoe remains on. She took the pantyhose off, but her shoe remained on. Maybe they were footless pantyhose tights or something. What? Footless pantyhose. (laughs) Is this some new thing that the kids are wearing? Well, I don't know if you noticed, but Tasha did the same thing to Alice. And Alice, her legs were like wrapped around Tasha. Alice was wearing red socks. Tasha pulled something off of Alice that didn't go over her feet. It was like she put her hand under her skirt and then she pulled out this material. (laughs) And if it was, it was like if she had Velcro breakaway panties or something. Like it happened twice on this show. What? I don't know how they do that. I didn't notice the thing with Tasha and Alice, but I did notice the pantyhose thing. Yeah, me too. Because we both were watching it and we were like, what just happened? I don't even get it. (laughs) I don't either. I don't know what that was all about. Is that's it? Those are the only things I can remember that we missed. Plus, who wears pantyhose in the year 2007 other than motorcycle racers? My mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people still wear pantyhose where it's cold. But they're Just in Los the Angeles. name. Pantyhose. <laughs> <laughs> Do they sell them at like drugstores still? I have no idea. Isn't it weird that like all the things in the world that you don't notice just because it doesn't regard you directly? I'm sure there's a whole aisle of pantyhose in the drugstore that we probably walk past. My personal shopper takes care of that for me. (laughs) You mean me? (laughs) Yeah. The closing scene was with Shane. Oh. Talking about moving to East LA. (laughs) Yeah. Shane is such a hipster and she's willing to move to Silver Lake without even a second thought. Northern. That's northeast of where they are now. By the reservoir? Eh. Wrong answer. She's about to get a dog to walk on the reservoir every morning with the speed walkers. <laughs> yeah, but then dad shows up. McCutcheon shows up. He's like, is that cheerleader here? <laughs> oh, look, there's my kid. I can't believe he's on Heroes now. Okay, Tim went to that Ugly stupid Betty. show. Yeah. And then Shane's dad went to Heroes. Who else? The caveman. <laughs> the caveman from Geico. Also His went to nuclear Heroes. guy. <laughs> okay. I love those cavemen. Yeah, and so this closing scene is Gabe McCutcheon. He shows up and whisks Shay up. Yeah, so it looks to me like Shane is going to lose Shay. The only family she's ever had in her whole life. And it's going to end up the same as it's always been for her. She's going to be torn away. It's fucking breaking my heart. I don't even want to watch the episode next week. It's sad. It was already sad just seeing her alone. Ugh. Next week's episode is Let's All Have a Good Cry. (laughs) What's next week's episode called? Lying on my bed listening to Morrissey (laughs) crying smoking pot. You don't know what it's called? No. Lost family. Losing custody. Sometimes when you start to think about the L word and some of the plots, it really seems like a skit from Saturday Night Live. Shay and Shane. What do you mean? Who names their kids Shay and Shane? Shania is the other lost child. (laughs) Shante. Shaniqua. Sean. Shane and Sean. Shane, Sean, Shay, Shaniqua. Shania. (laughs) This guy. Well, it's Shaniqua. McCutcheon, he could have children all over the West Coast. I'm sure he does. <laughs> She-Ra. <laughs> anyway, yeah, some of the plots just seem so hokey if you if you don't know anything about the show. Even if you do know what the show's like, they seem really... I don't think it's hokey at all. I think you're saying that so that you don't have to feel bad for Shane because this storyline is like breaking my heart. Oh, whatever. Is it really? I feel like it's about to next week what do you think is going to happen next week with them uh gabe is gonna take shay back home with him shay's not gonna have a dad she's not gonna have her brother she's gonna have nothing gabe has totally ruined her life twice (laughs) when she was a kid he left her and then he came back just so he could fuck her up some more someone should fucking kill this guy (laughs) (laughs) maybe sounder will come back and scratch his eyes out any predictions for next week i predict that i might cry really If Gabe takes Shay away from Shane, I might cry. Well, what else is going to happen? 
They're going to leave him there? Well, maybe she'll get to visit him on the weekends or something. I also predict that Tasha's going to be offended by something. <laughs> She's going to have some issue. Maybe she'll think someone said something racist this time. Tasha is so freaking sensitive. Well, I still feel like she's hiding something. Like What, you think I'm from the ghetto? If you mention the ghetto in her presence, she's like, oh, you think <laughs> I'm from the ghetto? Alice is like, oh, look, farm country eggs. You think I'm from the farm? <laughs> I think there's something up with her family, maybe? Because when she was talking about Kit signing the record, why did they bring that up? Oh, uh, well, probably Tasha's not out to her family. Oh. Uh, because, yeah, they mentioned that, and Alice said, well, we can just have her call. She's like, no. I don't know. Something's up with her. Maybe I'm she's starting... married. Ew. <laughs> Maybe. No. I'm starting to wonder how they're going to end this season now, because it's close enough. Next week is episode nine. Mm-hmm. There's only 11. I think next week is the last episode with Phyllis. So I think that they're going to have to tie that up somehow. Yeah, but what about all these storylines? There's a lot going on. How are they going to end the season? I have some predictions. Have they been approved for season five? I think that they're going to do season five, and that might be it. But I don't know. There's all these rumors flying around. I think Tasha's going to get deployed. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's really obvious now. That I didn't even think of it. Okay, yeah, she's obviously leaving. I think Dana's going to win the tennis tournament. <laughs> Okay, last episode, here's what's going to happen. Tasha's going to get deployed. Bet and Tina are going to fuck. Maybe Bet will catch Jody having sex with someone else and be so distraught that she falls into Tina's arms. Well, yeah, and then they're going to fuck. Helena, we're finally going to... With gonna... Henry, they'll have a threesome. Ew. <laughs> we're going to finally figure out what the deal is with Catherine Rothberg. Yeah, she's going to do something heinous to Helena. Shane might leave again for a while. She did that the last time. She's going to be at the sperm bank. <laughs> that would be so sweet. That would be so awesome. I think, I don't know if Catherine Menning's even going to be around next season. I think she might leave. Maybe. Every interview, she acts like she hates the L word. That's her thing. We do too. <laughs> Kit's going to dump Angus. Kit's going to be totally fucked up. Last episode. She's going to oh, be wasted. Maybe she'll be in a drunk driving accident. Maybe. Something bad is going to happen to Kit. Max is going to... I don't know what's going to happen to Max. I think Max and Grace are going to run away together and live happily ever after. So everybody's leaving the show. (laughs) (laughs) I think that uh, Max, Alice, and Grace are going to... It's going to be like, we've just made $6 million off the chart or something stupid like that. Mm. And Jenny... I just feel like something else is going to happen about the veterinarian. I don't feel like that's finished yet. Really? I feel like there's going to have to be some consequence for that, but I don't know what it could be. Ooh, I know. Maybe Stacy Merkin will write a fake fictional story about what <laughs> Jenny did, except for the character's name will be Penny. <laughs> oh. And it'll be just like Les Girls. Penny. We'll see. Maybe you should say something about your birthday. Why? We're doing a birthday cast. But who knows when it'll be finished. Thanks for the birthday presents. <laughs> Why? That was so sincere. No, well, we recorded a birthday cast. I don't know when we're going to have time to edit it because it's long and there's a lot of editing to do. Well, just to everybody who sent stuff to Casey for her birthday, I don't think that you can even know how how much we appreciate Why it. Why are you talking for me? Because you refuse to thank people for doing this awesome thing for you. I did it on the birthday cast. That's All when right. we're going to talk about it. All right. Well, we do have a birthday cast, but in the meantime, I wanted to say thanks to all the listeners who sent me stuff and overflowed my tip jar and sent me cards and email messages. It was super duper sweet. As always, you can email your comments to theplanetcast at gmail.com or you can leave your audio comments at 206-203-3552. You can find links to our listener forum and our MySpace at our blog, theplanetcast.blogspot.com. Adios, amigas. Bye-bye, nanny fuckers.
Fuck off. This is the nice <laughs> Casey. The dog farted. My dog. My dog farted.